All right, Pittsburgh, this is the Death Star here, and you are listening to MMA FanCast. Tune in. Welcome to MMA FanCast. I'm Luke Basin, and today I'm joined by a special guest on the first MMA FanCast of 2021. Before I introduce her, let me say that one of the things that MMA FanCast was created to do was to bring attention to regional Pittsburgh MMA and all regional MMA that does such a great job of building up amateur and professionals before they go on to uh, some more of the more popularly known um, promotions. Uh, today, we're joined by my girlfriend, Christina. Say hi, Christina. Hi. And the whole concept is that MMA Fancast really wants to also be uh, appropriate and interesting for people that don't know anything about MMA and kind of as an introduction to the fighters, um, to the people that love MMA. And I think a lot of what we interview on here is very accessible to people that don't know anything about MMA. So to kick it off, thanks for starting off the year 2021 by coming on the show. I know you know that I spend a fair amount of time doing this. And we'll just start off with an easy question. What did you know about MMA prior to hanging out with me? Honestly, nothing. Okay. I don't even think I had heard about it. Right. Like MMA specifically, mm -hmm. I don't think. But you had heard of the UFC. So what did you know about the UFC? I don't think I knew anything of okay. the UFC. I can tell you what I thought it was. Like in my mind, I mean, now I have a slightly better understanding of it, but only a, only a slightly mm -hmm. better understanding. Um, the UFC, before I, you know, came more wise, I thought it was basically just people with like boxing gloves in a ring or, you know, mm -hmm. like a cage, not so much like a boxing ring, but like the cage mm -hmm. and people just getting sweaty and, and fighting. But that's literally when I hear UFC, that's what I mm -hmm. thought about. And since you said you didn't really know what MMA was, uh, what's the difference between MMA and the UFC? Do you know that difference? No. No, okay. And that's one of the, that's one of the things we've actually spent when Jim and I were doing the show together uh, more regularly, Jim Mooney and I talked about that on the show because for a lot of people, uh, the UFC has done such a great job marketing themselves as the sport that people really think of um, MMA as UFC. So you'll hear people say, oh, I want to learn UFC, uh, when really they mean they want to learn the sport of MMA. So the difference is MMA is mixed martial arts, which is the category of sport that involves punching, kicking, grappling, submissions, um, so everything from boxing to wrestling to elements of Taekwondo, Muay Thai, Judo, which of course Ronda Rousey made more popular in there, as well as Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and a bunch of others. Basically, it's every martial art mixed together. Now, where the UFC came in is the UFC publicized themselves so much that people started thinking that the sport was the mm -hmm. UFC. But really, the UFC is just one. And of course, I always want to give a shout out to all the regional MMA promotions, uh, both in Pittsburgh. My favorite one is 247 Fighting Championship, Ryan Middleton and Jim Mooney is their matchmaker. And Jim and I used to do the show and he'll come back from time to time. But he's busy doing uh, 247 Fighting Championship. But regional MMA like 247 Fighting Championship really creates the fighters that then move on to whether it be the UFC. Oh, okay, so UFC is like the... It's one of the um, more uh, worldwide. Oh, cool. Yeah, so have you ever heard of Bellator? No. No, okay, so there's a few other ones. Um, Bellator, um, WSOF, 
One um, is probably, they're probably, um, they're probably the four or five big ones, but giving a shout out again to 247 Fighting Championships and tons of other regional promotions that have uh, maybe names that a lot of people haven't heard of. It is still the sport of MMA. It's still regulated and governed by the state that they're in uh, with uh, rules and doctors and tests and all those things. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's still, it's a sport just like, um, what's your favorite professional sport? Oh, swimming. swimming. Well, I, don't know. I mean, you don't just like watch professional yeah. swimming. Well, it can do. Olympics the Olympics season. we do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little bit tougher to explain it like <laughs> swimming because swimming and track while very popular during the Olympics, and they're all professional swimmers. People may have heard of Michael Phelps, who has made millions and millions and millions, right? There are professional swimmers and professional track athletes, but they don't ever belong more or less to a team, just like gymnastics. Mm. All right, what about hockey? Hockey. Hockey's fun. Hockey, hockey would fun. count. Okay, so hockey at the um, professional level, right? The, uh, the Penguins are our hockey team, I guess, if we had a hockey team, because we're from... Pittsburgh, but there are, there's college hockey, there's minor league mm-hmm. hockey, there's 10 um, year old hockey. So people kind of refer to MMA as UFC, but that would be calling 10 year old hockey NHL. Oh, okay. That light bulb. Right. Which okay. nobody would, right? You wouldn't say, oh. Hey, my 10 year old's going to learn NHL. You would say my 10 year old's right. going to learn Hockey. hockey, yeah. And oh. so I'm, I'm glad. And I, I really want this to be educational for people that don't understand the difference, that if you're interested in the sport, it's MMA, just like hockey is hockey. Then there's only a small percentage, a fraction of a fraction yeah. that make it to the UFC, just like there's a fraction of a fraction of all the 10-year-olds that ever tried hockey that make it to the NHL. And just like the NHL, stands for National Hockey League, yeah. the UFC stands for Ultimate Fighting Championships. And the concept of UFC, which was not started by Dana White and the current uh, CEO and leaders, was Art Davies had the idea that in the 90s that the term ultimate fighting was the concept of blending all of them together and seeing which style was the ultimate or the best. So that's kind of Oh, that's kind of interesting. Where they got their term and what they found out in the last 25 years of MMA being a sport is, and I hope I don't offend anybody that's a diehard one um, art over the other, but there is no one ultimate martial arts. The real ultimate martial arts is a combination. Mm-hmm. So wh- whereas Muay Thai, which is the punching, kicking, elbows, knees, the stand-up, is the national sport of Thailand and a beautiful art. And I love everybody that just does it as an art. But if you take that into the UFC or MMA, more particularly just into the sport of MMA, um, that is only going to be one element of it. Just like Daniel Cormier, who has since retired, was an Olympic level wrestler. Mm -hmm. He couldn't just, he used Olympic level wrestling in MMA, but obviously he had to learn a bunch of other things as well. When MMA was just starting and the UFC was starting out, nobody really realized that there would be a blending of the arts. People just kind of assumed that we would find out whether or not judo was the best art or whether or not wrestling was the best art or whether or not boxing was the best art as a pure art. Um, And that kind of goes back to what you thought the UFC sort of more was, Mm -hmm. which was just one art as opposed to a a mix of many. Um, 
off the top of your head, we did not plan this, as this can probably be obvious. Who are some MMA fighters or UFC fighters that you've heard of? Any names that come to mind? Kamaworthy is literally the only name that comes to mind. That's that's great. Heard you mentioned it. Yeah, Kamaworthy. That's it. I don't know. That's beautiful. That he's gonna love. <laughs> he's gonna love knowing that. Okay, Kamaworthy. And for those of you that may not know, and if you're familiar with MMA Fancast, you know that Kamaworthy has been a, a oftentimes guest on the show. He's from Pittsburgh. He runs the uh, Academy in Pittsburgh, the MMA Academy in Pittsburgh, um, and he's a UFC fighter who had the upset of the year on the betting odds. He was the largest betting underdog that won in the year of 2019 in the UFC, um, making his debut, going from 247 Fighting Championship. He was the first ever professional champion um, at 155 pounds um, for 247 Fighting Championship. And something that Ryan Milton has said on the show, the owner of 247 Fighting Championships, is that re the reason why he created it for Pittsburgh is he knows there's Pittsburgh talent, comma worthy being mm -hmm. one of the first people he mentioned, as well as John DeJesus, who has since gone on uh, and be successful in Bellator. But Ryan was on this show before the first event ever of 247 Fighting Championships and said he knew that there was talent in the Pittsburgh area that deserved to have the opportunity to fight for a home crowd, to build up their record and really show the UFC and other high level promotions what Pittsburgh had to offer. And since Ryan got the show up and running, comma, the Death Star Worthy um, has made the big leap from where he was and he was already an expert um, high level, something that Ryan continues to kind of be proud about is that Kama was already UFC high level worthy while he was fighting uh, for 247 Fighting Championship, which is another reason why no matter where you are when you see this, once, once uh, COVID has passed and people are allowed to have regional fights again and those type of things, we encourage people, no matter where you are, to go support your regional MMA because there's a lot of fighters at that level that are already ready for the next level. They just mm -hmm. haven't been discovered yet. So comma worth it. Uh, he's going to absolutely love that. That's the one, that's the one name you knew. Um, have you ever heard of Ronda Rousey? Oh yes. Okay. And what did you know? What do you know about her? She fights. She fights. I yeah. just knew that she, there was a lot, like her name was thrown around mm -hmm. a lot. Um, not like recent, recent not recently, but no, about three like years within, ago. Yeah, yeah, I just remember she was like that was mm -hmm. the name that you heard. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's a shout out to the promotion again of UFC, but also in MMA because taking a name like Ronda Rousey, who was already an Olympian mm -hmm. and already an Olympic uh, medalist in judo, and prior to that there was no females in the UFC. So the reason why I bring that name up uh. is because Dana White. Uh, has probably now learned to regret it, but at, there was a time where Dana White, uh, the C, uh, the president of the UFC, would very confidently say that women will never fight in the UFC, which is obviously not true. Now there's many divisions in the UFC, and uh, women fighters in the UFC have drawn just as many, if not more. And so he saw Ronda Rousey, fi Ronda Rousey fighting for at the time Strike Force, which was on uh, public television and one of the big channels, and thought, wow. Um, she is such a star. We're going to bring mm -hmm. her over, and then he built um, a division around her, and then the, and then women really got their place in the UFC. So, um, so that's a huge name, and I'm glad you knew that she has since retired from MMA and actually gone into uh, what I like to lovingly call fake wrestling, but WWE. 
Um, and she became a champion in WWE, which is the scripted wrestling shows, like The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What does scripted mean? Scripted means it's, um, it's acting. It's like when you do um, musicals or plays. WWE is scripted. It, it, they get a script and they follow the script. They know who's going to win or lose in WWE. That's not the UFC. That's the wrestling, like WrestleMania. She doesn't know what WrestleMania is. That's fine. So Rhonda went to that. She okay. went to that. And now she uh, retired because I think at one point she was either pregnant or looking to start a family. And so she mm. uh, took a break. I don't think she's retired from WWE, but she took a break from WWE as a champion so she can start a family, which is pretty exciting for her. Have you heard the name? And when you boil MMA down, have you heard the name Conor McGregor? It's okay if you haven't. No, fantastic. You haven't heard the name Conor McGregor. Um, okay. Um, have you heard the name John Jones? No. Okay. So when, so what's interesting about MMA is because, we're going to talk about this a little bit more, because MMA is an individual sport, just like swimming would be, tennis, there's some pretty famous tennis players, right? But I think it takes more work for an individual um, sport for names to become popular because, you know, the Steelers, and even if you don't know who's on the Steelers, you can at least say, go Steelers, where it's tough. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. It's tough in an individual sport. Again, a shout out to all regional MMA. You're going to hear this over and over again, not because Christina loves uh, to hear regional MMA, but that really is where names get developed. Mm -hmm. You know, people will have never heard of Kamala Destar Worthy unless he had all the fights he had prior to the UFC to build up his skills to build up his record, but also to build up people that wanted to see him. Speaking of regional MMA, a year ago, before COVID, a little over a year ago, before COVID hit and changed a lot of things, we got to go to live MMA in person for your first time ever. And what did you think about that going into it? Let's start before any of the fights start. Well, going into it, I was, I had no idea. Well, I mean, I kind of had a slight idea because you had shown me some videos mm -hmm. and like talked to me about it a little bit, but honestly, I had absolutely no idea what I was in store for. Um, and I have to say it was, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Mm -hmm. I thought I would, I don't know why, I guess I'd never watched anything live like that before. Or I'd seen it, not even wrestling, honestly. Like, honestly, so, you know, that for me, it was, it was a different experience, but I liked it. I like to experience new things. And it was, it was very, it was, it was very neat to watch. A little scary sometimes. For a couple of times I like grabbed you. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? It's startling, but yeah. It's, it's, um, I think what I liked about it was it's so, ah, oh, ah, oh, you know, you're mm -hmm. on your, you're on your toes. Like, well, what's going to happen next? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. You know what I mean? You're like there, you're kind of watching it. You, you it, it is an art, like you mm -hmm. say, it really is mm -hmm. like with the technique and everything, so. And you just said about the proximity, being close to the action, being live. Yeah. What did you think about that atmosphere and environment of the show we went to that's regional and not a 30,000 person stadium? It's more personal, you know. Mm -hmm. what I mean, it is. It's more intimate. I mean, obviously, the fighters are, you know, really close and intimate. Mm -hmm. But even I think um, just 
the audience, the, you know, the onlookers, mm-hmm. coaches are right there, mm-hmm. you know, crews right there. Like everyone's right there. I can't, I wasn't like right there, but you know what I mean? Like we're all we're there. Close. We're all around. Yeah. I, it's almost like you, I feel like everyone has somehow like a more personal connection mm-hmm. to the fighters, to whoever's in the, the cage. I think that's what you call it. Okay, to yeah. whoever's in the cage. It almost feels, oh, I don't know. Like there's just a more personal connection. And for the 20th time in this interview, I'm going to say, <laughs> When COVID has lifted, for everyone that is in the Pittsburgh area, please come out and support 247 Fighting Championships, Ryan Milton, because he has said the same thing on this show, that until you see, even, even if you know what MMA is, even if you've watched it on TV, some people have even bought pay-per-views, until you see it live, where you can actually hear and see it, in a, like it's happening in the same room and not on a video camera, as well as, as I think, Christina, you've done a great job pointing out that... Um, it's a lot more moving emotionally when you are there live and able to see it. And you see the fighters walk out. You, you can kind of see them and know that their teams are there. They've got fans there. It's, it's much more personal than if it was just fun. It's really cool too, because I don't know when, when, I don't know. Also, again, when I think of like UFC, I feel like these big, Mm -hmm. you know, like big, big guys, but I mean, there's different and they Mm -hmm. had different like weight divisions, Mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. Cause I'm just thinking, oh, okay. It's going to be a bunch of these, you know, yeah. big early guys, but it wasn't, you know what I mean? And that was kind of cool too, something that I wasn't necessarily expecting. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a, a big part of the growth and evolution of MMA. As some people might know, when it originally started 25 years ago, a little over, that there were no weight divisions, so you would have been correct. And the first champion of the UFC, uh, Gracie, was about 170 pounds skinnier guy 170 pounds and he was fighting guys over 300 pounds mm-hmm. you know um and that's how everybody thought mma was going to be uh, no weight divisions because it's kind of like well on the street there's no weight divisions but they obviously realized they obviously realized that for the sport and i always tell people that mma is a sport with rules and as you just pointed out um weight divisions and part of weight divisions is it actually makes it more exciting i think for the fans because Fighters can fight at a weight that makes sense to them. Mm-hmm. We've seen uh, some fighters do better when they go up in weight, down in weight, things like things like that. It's also allowed uh, certain frames of fighters, certain size fighters to be excellent, like Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson at 5'4 um, and fighting at 125 pounds in the UFC. And now for one, uh, would never have really been successful long-term if he was fighting heavyweight too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a cool point. Now, some people won't know this, but you are a medical professional because you're a licensed registered nurse. And from the medical standpoint, uh, what did you learn or what were your concerns? What did you kind of think about as watching fighting live from a medical professional standpoint? Honestly, I was on like, um, I don't know, high alert almost <laughs> the entire time. I was like ready to be, I was waiting for something to happen and, you know, oh, got to jump into action. Mm-hmm. Someone just broke a bone, got to go, you know? <laughs> it didn't happen, thank goodness. No. But it's kind of scary because mm-hmm. I don't know, as a medical person, you try to help people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? When they do hurt themselves and, you know, you try to keep people healthy. And then when you're watching these people really just kind of go at it and mm-hmm. not just, not like, destroy each other but you know what I mean I mean like potentially injure each other I'm, I'm just sitting there sure. and it's like huh what <laughs> you know as a nurse you want to kind of like prevent that so it was it was it was a good experience mm-hmm. but yeah from a medical standpoint it was it was terrifying and from a medical standpoint 
and I don't know how much you picked up on this because they don't necessarily announce it, but there's a doctor that checks the fighters. I don't remember, maybe I pointed it out. And that's a big deal. And I I would encourage no one uh, to participate in or support unsanctioned fights because there are some unsanctioned fights, meaning the state um, hasn't um, okayed it, which also includes not having medical professionals and those types of things there. But in all sanctioned fights, you're going to have medical professionals, the, the, the ambulance is going to be like Which right good, there, the EMTs yeah. and the doctor has to check the fighters both before and after all the fights. Which I didn't know before, yeah. so that's... And there's a lot of people because it is a combat sport um, that thinks, oh my goodness, these people are going to get seriously hurt. And surprisingly, MMA, and maybe because of all those um, safeguards, even though MMA is violent and has a lot of contact, it doesn't have the same number of injuries mm-hmm. as let's say football um, oh, even though you'd think sense. it would it's because uh, you've got many more safeguards and also a little bit more awareness of hey there's two people fighting let's be uh let's be very wise um i think when, when you watched it live i had to go over what the referee was doing in there uh do you remember there's a third person in the cage besides the two fighters do you know what the referee's job was or what that person would do um i would think to make sure no one's like breaking the rules because sure. there are some things you can't do but also mm-hmm. if you see something or if a person's not not doing too hard yeah. medically he's mm-hmm. able to kind of step in and stop anything yes that's exactly right yeah yeah. yeah and and the concept is um if someone is not intelligently defending themselves which yeah. is what you were saying john mccarthy has recently kind of explained the whole concept of that, he's a legendary referee and he refereed all the beginning UFC stuff. Mm-hmm. And to be clear, if you go down the history uh, books into the beginning of MMA and UFC, the referee was only there to enforce the rules. They had no power to stop a fight ever. Mm-hmm. And there were actually a couple of fighters that uh, it was only stopped if the fighters corners quit through in the towel. Um, and there was a famous fighter, and of course I'm blanking on his name, who's corner let him take a ton of damage and after that um and during that john mccarthy decided kind of unilaterally that he was just going to wave off the fight and then everybody realized oh refs should really have the ability to step in and save a fight um and so that's that's another thing um that when i was training fighters i would always tell them um mma even though some people might disagree with me is not street fighting there's no weapons uh there's no gangs of people you know a street fight matter how good you are, if there's five or six people, that could be a disadvantage. If there's weapons, MMA is a sport with a referee. And so the referee is there to not only make sure that the rules are followed, but also to make sure that if somebody's having a really bad day um, and is unconscious or is unable to defend themselves or taps out or, you know, some other Mm -hmm. form that they are safe to play again because it's a sport. So overall, would you encourage somebody, and it's okay if you say no, would you encourage somebody who knows nothing about MMA to check it out a little bit? And what, what do you think would be the best way for them to check it out? If nobody, if, if somebody has never seen oh, or- So like me. Like you, okay. like uh, yeah, what well, would you recommend? I mean, I would go again, for okay. the record, I would go watch another fight. Um, I'm gonna I'd... take you up on that. Okay, take you up okay, on that. Sure. okay, yeah, I would go to another one. Um, I don't know, like I, I would probably be like, hey, you know, I went to I went to this cool MMA fight, you know, like, hey, yeah. have you ever heard of it? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool, you know, you should go to one. I don't know how I would 
I couldn't talk to them much about it other than what I saw, you know, and the little I know, but yeah, I'd encourage someone to check it out. I think it's, I don't know. I'm the type of person that do get all you can in life. You know what I mean? Go, go see, go experience, go, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of, I like to, um, I don't know, kind of stretch yourself, you know, go outside your comfort zone. And that was definitely outside of my comfort zone. So I think it's kind of cool. Well, and and what's cool about any sport, and this isn't just MMA is, Every sport needs the diehard fans that know every rule, right. that practice it or do it all the time, whether it be baseball, you said hockey or swimming. Mm-hmm. You know, you love swimming. You are a competitive swimmer. Um, I enjoy pretty much any Olympic sport. If it's in the Olympics, I'll watch it. So I enjoy watching swimming, but I'm going to be watching it as a fan that just enjoys races. And you'd be watching it more for technique and other things because you understand it. In the same way, every sport needs fans that are a fan of the sport without understanding all of it. Right. So when you say people should go check out MMA, particularly on a regional level, I think that's a big deal because they'll learn about it, but also everybody in a room buying a ticket to go to an MMA fight doesn't need to have trained it mm-hmm. or know it or be a professional fighter themselves. Yeah. Just like every person that watches football hasn't played it, or in your case, your two favorite, uh, swimming um, and hockey. And hopefully this summer, 2021, in uh, Japan, Tokyo, there will be the Olympics. That's what they're saying. We'll see whether or not it will happen because of COVID, but um, obviously we'll look forward to watching the Olympics. I watch hundreds of hours of the Olympics when it's on because it's just so beautiful. Like even stuff you've never heard of, I just think is super cool. So, um, but I want to say thanks so much for coming on. I hope for people that are just checking out this show that you'll be interested to come back and watch when I interview um, MMA fighters typically about their journey, whether they be amateurs or pros in the UFC or out of the UFC. Um, And I hope also that for those of you that don't know much about MMA, that having Christina on was helpful um, and kind of interesting and a special thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks so much. I'm going to hold you to going to see a show okay. <laughs> uh, together in the future. So uh, thanks so much for coming on. Um, best wishes to everybody. And I will continue interviewing great uh, fighters here on MMA FanCast. <laughs>